to the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor, bad language, dirty jokes, and other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only. So if you're too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you. Thanks much. And now, on with the show! Not to follow. <laughs> And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Geeking Poetic Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. Uh, down the hall of the Tanev Four, just waiting for Vader to burst on through and take those plans from him. It is the rebel spy himself. Vito. And then the one that's does, that tells us there is hope. There's still hope. <laughs> and everything. Sitting over here, old Princess Meanie. We won't even get into all that. She's been mean what to me all night. Been, and you got glitter all over us. I have paint all over me. Yeah, we've been working on projects and stuff. Yeah. You know, we're trying to we're trying to fix this place up. <laughs> it is not anyway. Other than. I'm Megan Guess. Yeah. <laughs> and what is it that we're here to talk about? We're here to talk about chapter 14 of the Mandalorian. Yep, good old Mando. Yep, it is our ongoing saga, and a long time ago. A galaxy far, far away. Actually, it's last week <laughs> in Niles, Illinois, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is where it is. Uh, yeah, we're here to talk about the episode, and this one was called... The Tragedy. Yeah, The Tragedy. Yeah, as soon as I heard what the episode's title was before I watched it, I was like, oh boy. That's not good. That's <laughs> not good. And uh, speaking of good or not, before we get into it, what did you guys think? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Might be second or third favorite so far of this season. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Megan? Worst episode ever. <laughs> and she's not kidding either, folks. <laughs> she was messaging us right after we were all talking online about it after we watched it, and Meg just said that. I'm so mad. <laughs> Taking my Grogu and going home. <laughs> yeah. If you can't tell by every week she's got a Grogu shirt on that uh, she's a fan. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a really cool episode. I was really stunned that it was so short. Yeah. It it's was like, wait, no, no, you can't leave it like that. Yeah. It was weird how short it was. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot that happened in a short episode. It was serviceable in that regard, but mm -hmm. boy, oh boy. You know, a lot of people, I think, they heard how short it was and they thought it was going to be a throwaway episode. But nope, mm. they jam-packed a lot of crap in that one 25 minutes or whatever it was. Yeah, this was not a throwaway episode by <laughs> any means. Uh, before we get into it. Spoilers. She, yeah, she always yells at me, you didn't tell them. In case you didn't read in the title, this is very spoilerific. We're going we're gonna to talk in-depth about the episode we're going to talk about theories that we have afterwards. We're going to have all sorts of stuff. So if you're not already watching The Mandalorian and if you haven't seen this episode, you probably don't want to listen to us talk about it. If you have, hey, good Welcome. on you. <laughs> Welcome to have you here. But uh, yeah, like let's just delve right into it. First of all, small cast. 
short episode, <laughs> itty bitty cast, mm-hmm. but an important cast because we had the return. Finally, we've talked about it for how many episodes now? We have the official return of Boba Fett. Fucking Boba Fett. Now, here's the thing. You had said before you were kind of hoping maybe that wasn't going to happen. Now, do you feel different about it now that he is back? Yeah, because I finally see that Boba Fett can be a total badass, unlike previous versions of Boba Fett that I've seen. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Because you're, again... Well, he didn't throw a punch at me. I'm I'm shocked. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was waiting for it. I was like, ah. (laughs) No, it's fair enough. Because the thing is, is a lot of the people that are big time Boba Fett fans are because they know of the other expanded universe stories. They read the comics. They read the books. All this stuff where... You got to see and hear more about how awesome fucking Boba Fett is. In the movies, yeah. I mean, he was pretty cool in, in Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, not so much. You know, he kind of got his ass handed <laughs> yeah. to him and tossed into a Sarlacc pit. And that was the last most people heard of, you know, from him. Yeah. Um, presumed dead. Yeah, he was presumed dead, you know, by those people that didn't know the expanded universe stuff. Mm-hmm. But those of us that do, we knew in our hearts he was alive. <laughs> he was going to blast his way out of that stupid Sarlacc pit. It was an interesting way they did it because you would have thought bringing Boba Fett back, it was going to be this big, like, bah, 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 you know, like, holy shit moment. And it really wasn't. He just got walked out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a slow Give reveal. Give me my armor. Yeah. A slow reveal of him saying like who he was and and all that stuff. Anyway, it was really cool that they didn't just get any old person. They didn't throw some new actor into it. They got Tamura Morrison, who played Django Fett and everything. And and he took over and voiced Boba Fett in the re-releases now. If you go and watch, oh really? Yeah, mm-hmm. if you go and watch on Dub, overdubbed them. Oh okay. On Disney, that you hear his voice, you don't hear the old voice from the originals anymore. I honestly don't even remember that Boba Fett even talked in those movies. <laughs> he doesn't say much. What does he say? He says, "What if he doesn't survive? He's no good to me, Dad, or whatever it is, something like that." Like he has like three lines of like that. But anyway. Uh, yeah, it was really exciting and cool to see him. He's gotten older. He's gotten a little, he's kind of, he's, he's a little, I mean, you know, the Boba Fett jokes are going to come, oh, right? Oh, gosh. I mean, but you know what? Fuck that. He kicked I like ass. Dad. Yeah, yeah, I like the scars on his face and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, man. It's realistic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because, I mean, motherfucker had to make his way out of a Sarlacc pit. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be slowly digested over a thousand years and that didn't happen. It looks like he ate the Sarlacc. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now we know how he got out. Yeah, he just ate his way out. <laughs> so as we saw in the last episode, he got tipped off by Ahsoka Tano, the awesome Ahsoka Tano, mm-hmm. that he needed to go to the planet Tython, where they have some sort of Jedi shrine kind of former temple, some kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like the Stonehenge for Jedi's, basically. (laughs) Uh, That they have this there, and that Grogo needs to go sit on the Seeing Stone and try to reach out through the Force and see if there are any remaining Jedi out there that might want to help him, take him in, teach him, make him a Padawan and stuff, because Ahsoka, eh, she ain't doing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
So they land on Tython. Grogu goes with Mando up to the top of this mountain thing, puts Grogu on the seeing stone uh, that's got all sorts of like Jedi writing around the base, which was pretty cool. That was yeah, awesome. That pretty cool. Yeah. You know, Mando doesn't know anything about Jedi. You're so like, he's. Do your thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, is, on, little is, dude, it's all up to you now. And he's like, is this right? Like, this is like just some... a switch or something on this? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, every time, and that's the thing about this episode, every time Mando walks away or turns his back, something happens. It's like, yeah. it's like a, you know, it's like watching a, a pot of water boil. Right. It's like you can't, a watched pot will never boil. Yeah. A watched Grogu will <laughs> never do the, use the force, man. So he's waiting for him. Finally, he notices that a ship is coming in. How awesome was that, dude? Dude. I was like, holy shit, that's Slave One, man. I yep. that shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, you see the Slave One flying, and you're like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> it's like, so anyway, Mando sees that the Slave One is coming, and is like, uh-oh, I don't know what this is about. Leaves Grogu, and of course, as soon as he leaves Grogu, then Grogu reaches out through the force, and that he gets his weird force shield thing. Yeah. I love Grogu sitting there just... In the Zen like pose, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the Lotus pose, yeah, just like I, that. That was just really funny to me. I I laughed way too hard at that for some reason. He goes down there. Uh, he has a little skirmish with uh, Boba. Doesn't know it's Boba yet. Uh, comes to find out that Boba is not alone, and he is with the other bo- bounty hunter sharpshooter Fennec Shand. Which is played by Ming Na Wen, who is she's awesome, yeah, one of my favorites because she's in Agents of Shield and all that Street stuff. Street Fighter the movie. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, she's great. I was happy to see her back because I felt like when she was on last season, just for that one episode, and you presumed her dead. Yeah, I was like, really? You get somebody awesome like that, and you're just gonna write her off so quick? Well, one you don't th- write anything off in this no. series, <laughs> not on the Mandalorian. Every you, we are learning more and more. That everything that happens, every little character, every little thing that happens, it's like there is significance to it. I wouldn't be surprised at the end of this or by next season, we're going to find out that that kid that had his blue cookies stolen <laughs> is going to factor in. Yeah, he's Grogu's worst enemy now. Yeah, exactly. He's like he's like, he's like like Grogu's baby with the one eyebrow, like yeah. in the Simpsons and shit, his arch enemy. <laughs> Forgot about that baby. <laughs> So, yeah, it it just goes to show you never know. And Fennec is back. How is she back? Well, it turns out Boba Fett saved her, and she opens up her stomach to reveal that she's, like, part droid. Yeah. Abs of steel. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. She's a TX now. She's a Terminatrix. Terminatrix. Exactly. (laughs) I thought it was really cool. I was, like, not expecting that. I was like, oh, okay. I just exposed my skin flap and show you what I got going on inside here. You know, it's like, oh, okay. She busted out her foldy flaps. <laughs> Look at all my fold flaps. Oh boy, I'm not gonna. That's that's a Rick and Morty thing. <laughs> yeah, Mando's like totally shocked to see her alive. Come to find out that what they're there for is Boba Fett wants his armor back. So we were right. That was definitely Boba Fett's armor. The Marshal uh, Vanth yeah. had that was Boba Fett's. The you know. How it wound up, how it transpired that Boba Fett didn't have his armor anymore and these little asshole Jawas made off with it. We don't know. Maybe they'll explain it to us. Don't know. But anyway, he ends up explaining to Mando that I'm Boba Fett. My father was Jango. He was given that armor, all that kind of stuff. Like, I need to get that armor back and said, if they make a deal that they will help him protect Grogu, because, of course, Mando is... 
Mando's doing his whole thing with his like, you know, the, the, you don't belong. You're not a true Mandalorian. All yeah, this other take kind of the stuff. code or the oath. And yeah. Blah blah blah. It's like Mando. There's a big world out there. <laughs> it's a big world. You are you are going to have to rapidly learn that your way, you know, is not only, all about you. Is not is not the overall way of the Mandalore. Like it's just you're you're just an extremist, dude. You know. <laughs> So they they kind of agree. They make this sort of like agreement. And then just about as that's happening, here we see some more ships coming in. And it's these Imperial like troop, troop carriers. Transports, yeah. yeah. Fly, flying troop transports. And these stormtroopers get out. Now, that, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking stormtrooper with the that with the shoulder pad guy yeah. is obviously like Red the leader. Yeah, the, 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 the fucking dork leader. <laughs> Him with his whole go, go. Like telling, I'm so glad that they kind of made a joke out of it at the end. When he's like acting like that and then realizes there's nobody around to do and he just gets his ass handed to him by Boba Fett. Because when I first saw it, I was like, that's so corny. Like, why is it he? It looked like his hat was on crooked too, or his helmet, sorry. Yeah, I'm like. I was like, what's wrong with his face? <laughs> like, this is literally like the worst of the worst for stormtroopers. <laughs> like, this is the worst. And for, for such a serious mission. You know, Moff Gideon sent out literally the goon squad <laughs> to like go get. Grogu and everything. That whole battle that goes on. That was so good. Yeah. Boba Fett with that gaffy stick. Dude. Every time he smashed that stormtrooper's oh. face and the helmet came off, I was like, oh my God. Dude, I've never seen something like that. That's this amazing. Is what I, said. I was like, I've never seen their helmet shot <laughs> right. like that. That was so cool. Yeah, it was really violent. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it, it was, because it wasn't graphic, it was just, but it, I mean, yeah. It was like brutal in a brutal, way. Brutal, yeah, like Boba Fett don't fuck around. <laughs> and he, he did all his own stunts with that. Did he really? Oh, nice. Kick ass, yeah. good for him, man. So yeah. you make all the fat jokes you want to, but you can't do that. He's not really fat. No, he's, he's old, fat. he's older. I mean, the man, you know, the the actor himself and Boba Fett, I mean, they've been supposed to have been around a long time now and everything, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, Attack of the Clones was like 20 years ago or something, oh, wasn't it? Oh, longer than that. I mean, you figure Attack of, the, Attack of the Clones is supposed to, Oh, well, yeah, for the actor, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. in real life. I'm See, I'm stuck at Star Wars okay. years <laughs> now. I'm this like, is dude, real Attack life. of the Clones <laughs> happened exactly 45 years, you know, parsecs before, blah, blah, blah. Damn boy. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah, so at this point, Boba Fett is supposed to probably be, like, in his, like, 50s or okay. something like that, you know, at, when you think about it comparatively. Because he was like a ten-year-old kid or something in Attack of the Clones, and this is supposed to be about forty some odd years later, I would say. That whole fight sequence was just incredible. I thought I I, I really enjoyed it uh, when they bring out that that uh, Gatling gun, that laser yeah. gun, busted out the old. If you're a Kenner Star Wars toy fan, busted out that mini rig, <laughs> busted out that mini rig gun. I used to have that. Bought it at Venture, 1981. Venture, man. You remember venture oh, yeah. stores? I, venture. I had one uh, where the Walmart is now by my house, by yeah. Golf Mill. It used to be a venture. Yeah, Walmart's all right, but it ain't got shit on. No, venture, it ain't got man. shit on venture. Venture was the, the shit. The first time I saw an Atari Jaguar video game system was Adventure. I was like, three hundred dollars for that thing? I don't think so, man. And now you're like, fucking give me that Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I was I was pretty hyped up to see them pull out the gun that you saw it in Empire Strikes Back and everything. It was really cool to see that again. Mando and uh, Fennec and all them were just too good, too wise. They... But the stormtroopers did actually make contact with Mando. They actually hit him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I was did. Like, Whoa, they're actually. Hit. That was really cool, though. Yeah, all ricocheting off of them and everything. Yeah, that was neat. Right. That is so cool. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, and like shot everywhere, and it went, was so cool. <laughs> shot pew, out pew. of Boba Fett's knees and everything. That was cool. The knee rockets. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So everything awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, while all this is going on, unfortunately, here comes Moff Gideon on his weird butt plug looking yeah. star destroyer. <laughs> It does kind of look it, a little it, bit it, like a butt it plug. It's a lot of it, yeah. yeah. And but I think that thing is really cool because it's like a weird combination of a star destroyer and like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, because it's yeah, got yeah. the forked front like mm-hmm. the Millennium Falcon does. I'm like, oh, that that there's a toy I want. <laughs> so all of a sudden he comes in and sends down finally the good old. I got one right here. The good old Dark Trooper. <laughs> We thought it was going to be Dark Troopers. We saw them, you know, in previous episode. Yeah. It was Dark Troopers. Yeah, those things. What did you think of the Dark Troopers? They're pretty badass. Yeah. They so were are they killer. all? Yeah. Are they all robotic then? Yeah. Okay. They're they're kind of yeah. They're sort of they're battle droids. It's like combining like a super battle droid with a stormtrooper. I gotcha. Kind of thing. Yeah. Those things are those things are pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, they re- the whole thing reminded me a little bit of Iron Man. A little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, There's I'm like multiple Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, it kind of made me think of the Iron Suits, like in Iron Man Two. Yeah, and all that. Uh, you know, well, it's John Favreau. Yeah, you know, that's there true. you go. He's like, I'm gonna get my thing in there, man. <laughs> you know, he's Mr. Iron Man. But anyway, those things come down, and unfortunately, just perfect timing because now Grogu has passed out essentially from using too much force power. And, you know, which is convenient because, again, Mando tried to get through to him and Grogu wasn't listening. He was in a trance. Can't break this force shield thing. The minute he leaves and the dark troopers show up, oh, conveniently, the force shield is down. So a lot of convenience there, folks. Like when he set down his rocket pack and now he right. can't use it. So. Right. Yeah. Well, you know. Story, yeah. storytelling. I guess <laughs> you know they gotta find some reason. It's like why? Why does he need to take the rock pack off? I don't even understand right. why he had to. You know why? Because Boba Fett knows the significance of the backpack and all the shit you can do with it. You know, because because oh, Mando can put his gun down, and you think like, oh, he's unarmed. He's like, not if he's got that fucking backpack on, dude. Like you can't trust that shit. You can do a RoboCop three and use the the jets yeah, and the... burn his ankles off. <laughs> like at the end of RoboCop three, man, I'm telling you. Saw it coming. It's all about, <laughs> it's all about RoboCop 3. Yeah. Well, and then speaking of Boba Fett, he gets to use the rocket. On his, yeah, it was cool. His fabled rocket. <laughs> I mean, Boba Fett and the rocket-firing backpack. Oh, good Lord. That's a thing, you know. We've mm-hmm. talked about it before. Again, any Kenner Star Wars collectors know that that's, that's a source of fascination and heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Mando was like, yeah, nice shooting. And he was like, oh, I was aiming for the other one. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Well, it, it did it the worked job. Out. Yeah. Except that then Boba goes up into space in the Slave One and everything. And that's when they finally realize like, hey, this isn't just some weird moth that's like running around pulling some shit. Like the Empire is back. That scene was like, that kind of gave me tingles when he's up there in Slave 1 and he was like, they're back. Who's back? You know. Poltergeist 2. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's back? Yeah. Back again. Yeah. 
and it, it just, just that whole thing that realization of like we're you know we like thought deep shit, yeah we thought we were rid of these people like we keep talking about them like oh they're you know there's these rogue little bits of you know remnant stormtroopers in this around nope nope empire's still there guys and uh you've got you're up against some serious shit so mando of course is really pissed off and heartbroken that grogu got taken and uh says well i'm i gotta go i gotta figure out a way to to get him back, Boba Fett and Fennec end up saying, well, we're sticking with you. We're like, we're, you know, we made an oath to you that we were going to help protect the child. We didn't obviously fulfill like, that. Who's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Forget yeah. it. So, yeah, it was weird that Mando seemed just so defeated. But then I guess all things considered, there was a big reason why he yeah. felt so defeated. Yeah, and that was the big, big thing here is. His poor, poor little razor crest has limped all through space with us. <laughs> yeah. We've seen it at its worst. And now we've seen it turn to dust. Yeah. <laughs> so it they was so sad. Yeah, they they blew the fuck out of the razor crest, man. <laughs> yeah. Old uh, Moff Gideon just fires a shot from space and boom. That was cool seeing that shot come in. That yeah. was that laser from nowhere. Yep, the shot heard around Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I hate to tell you all you guys that uh, spent like so much money on the Razor Crest <laughs> that Has- Hasbro Labs just put out that cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Really? Oh, yeah. That just ended. <laughs> they just ended a campaign where they, they did a thing like a like a GoFundMe type, you know, pre-order thing to get this giant Razor Crest, the iconic ship. And it's like, it's gone. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of agree with somebody in our group, the Geeking Squad, where they yeah. said it makes it kind of more unique now because now they're not going to make more of them. Probably that's it. I'm um, yeah. I no. I honestly, I think that people that invested in that ship, I think it's it's fine. But I think where it's going to be a problem is is that obviously he's going to have to get another ship, and so if this carries on for another several seasons and assuming that ship doesn't get blown up or something some other ship is going to become the main one right? the main <laughs> ship and i mean it's still cool it's still a limited cool collectible to have but it's a little different than like like people wouldn't be so excited about collecting like millennium falcons if han solo only flew the millennium falcon for like half of the first movie and then it got blown up you know what i mean like i and then like han got some other ship and then flew that for the next three movies or something <laughs> It it just it just takes it away it takes away from it a little bit. Maybe, but I have a theory. Okay, well let's hear your theory. Go ahead and throw it in there. Well, okay, the whole Mandalorian thing. It yeah. never says it has to stay in Jaren. It's a Mandalorian. Now we have like three other Mandalorians. This this show could follow. Oh, like, I see. This could be the start of the end of Armando. Uh, maybe, but I don't know. Because it could follow Boba now. It could follow Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Yeah. And it could be more about and the... And it ma- can go like more towards Bo-Katan chasing, trying to find Ezra and th- Yeah, Thrawn. that could be... Yeah. That like it, I, it could kind of start veering off of that way and follow that path for a while. Maybe. Maybe. I know everybody's really big on the, on the Grogu Baby Yoda thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand why. 
but I really do kind of hope that this isn't just like the mission for the whole duration of like the seven show. seasons worth then, of this. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Like I would actually like to see the story with Grogu end. You know, and I know everybody will be bummed because oh, there's no more cute baby on air and everything but it's like i would like to see it go off in another direction it would be cool if mando found himself aligned later with ahsoka and bo katan and all that stuff and maybe boba fett being involved too mm -hmm. and everything and yeah starting to do some new kind of rise of the mandalorian race of people or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. do that again that yeah that could be really really cool yeah that, first when i first thought of that i was like you know what that's really depressing because i love mando i love his growth and everything but for grogu to grow he has to lose that connection and the easiest way to do that is to kill mando and yeah. then it that gives them an opportunity. They set up this whole other side because they're clearly setting up something else. I do think we're going to see that. I just have a feeling that that's going to be its own thing. It's going to be think the, there's, the new Ahsoka that they announced? Yeah, I think there's going to be, it's essentially going to be a live action Rebels mm -hmm. part two. You know, it's going to be a, like a new season of Rebels Clone Wars kind of combined. And you'll see Ahsoka, Bo-Katan, you're going to see all of them going on those missions. Now, maybe Dingerine, uh, the the Mandalorian maybe he will factor in there at times mm -hmm. as a guest you know or something like that but I don't think so I don't think they're gonna get rid of Mando I think as much as they talk about the baby the child and everything and him being like the main focus I don't I don't know yeah, I just heard there's some like behind the scenes issues with the actor and, oh, and really stuff. yeah with Pedro Pascal uh-huh uh -oh. Yeah, that's why I was like, mm, maybe putting this all together. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you never I, this know. This is just a rumor that I heard. I, I haven't seen like articles or okay anything major about it. Hmm. Okay, well, I hope not because I really like him. I really like Mando. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to see him get his hands on Moff Gideon and just strangle the fucking shit out of him because <laughs> I hate Moff Gideon. Yeah. Well, they kind of did a possible foreshadowing mm -hmm. in the last scene we haven't got to no i was just leading into that okay. so speaking of moff gideon the last thing that we see from them is that he has uh the child in captivity up on his ship uh the child is beating the living crap <laughs> out of a couple of witless stormtroopers it's and not only are we amused by this? But so is Moff Gideon. Yeah, it's pretty heartless. <laughs> yeah, I love that he's like he's just like no, wait, let him keep doing it. <laughs> like, like this is really entertaining. I don't think it was just entertaining. I think he's it was tiring himself out. He wanted him to tire tire himself out and everything, and then he pulls out baby shackles, <laughs> put shackles on. It's like where did you get baby shackles from? Like he's like I've been waiting for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I got I got shackles just for that damn baby. <laughs> But that's so that's where that left off with that. And then sort of the uh, the epilogue is we see Cara Dune again. Cara Dune reveals that she is now officially a marshal of the New Republic. So, see, we called that. We were saying we thought maybe she was going to go, quote unquote, legit. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm kind of legit, you know, <laughs> but I'm not a pussy. So like, Mando reveals that he wants to go and bust Bill Burr's character mm -hmm. out. Uh, his character's name was Mayfield. If you might remember him, do you remember from in that episode first in the first season when it was Bill Burr 
and Clancy Brown and all of them trying to bust that guy out of that uh, jail ship thing. Mm, that was my favorite episode. Yeah. So we're going to get more Bill Burr, apparently. Nice. <laughs> because Mando wants to bust Bill Burr out of jail, Mayfield out of jail, so that Mayfield can help him track uh, Moff Empire. Gideon. Yeah, track him and figure out where they went and what yeah. they're up to. And that's where everything basically left off. Yeah, I mean, short episode, small cast, but... What a packet punched. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Punch a pack, there we go. (laughs) Punch a pack? Wait, a pack a punch. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't say this was one of my favorite episodes, but I, I, I mean, just the reveal of Boba Fett alone. I've been waiting most of my life <laughs> and it's kind of interesting because i realize that some people are probably just trying not to like you know reveal too many spoilers and stuff but i really thought that the internet and everybody was just going to explode that it's like people we officially have boba fett back in the universe i think a lot of people are like well he's been back no he hasn't been back all that stuff, all those books that he was in, you know, Shadow of the Empire and all those things, those are essentially just fantasy. Well, this is all fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but in the Star Wars universe, it's fan like it's not it's non-canon. So this is official. Boba Fett is fucking alive, everybody. That's a big deal. People have been talking about this since 1983. Super stoked to see more of Boba Fett. Really happy they brought back Fennec and everything. Super stoked to see. I love the idea of her and Boba Fett together. Mm-hmm. The, you know, just real quick going through a couple of other like little things in there. What do you make of, because a bunch of people have been making a lot of theories and assumptions about the butterfly. Yeah. Because at one point when Grogu is sitting there, he, he sees the blue butterfly. And there's all these things online. You, I think you know a little more about it than I do. Yeah, I read that I think it was Darth, it was Anakin at the time. Yeah. He was younger. It, some comic or whatever he had was surrounded by the blue butterflies. Right, okay. And then I think it was your mom was saying something that it was, a, I can't remember who it was, but it was- Kylo. A, Ky, yeah, it was Kylo. Before he was Kylo when he was Ben Solo right. as a child. Surrounded by the blue butterflies, mm. which is kind of interesting because those are bad guys. Yeah, that's true. Mm. So is Grogu maybe actually a bad guy? Because he keeps having these bad tendencies to beat people up. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little rough, yeah. yeah. Well, I th- theorized about that before, too. And I said, you know, we keep assuming that Grogu's going to get rescued and made a Padawan by some, you know, wonderful Jedi. And I'm like, what if Could it's a Sith? Guy. Yeah. What if a Sith gets, you know, because you reach out through the Force... It's not just Jed, you know, good Jedi's that can feel the Force and know what's. It can be Sith too. So if it's a a Darth Maul running around out there or somebody like that, you know, who knows? Yeah, there's there could be some validity to that. Yeah, I mean, as we've already established, nothing on this show is random or throwaway. They, mm-hmm. you know, if they put a blue butterfly in there, damn it, it's gonna mean something. <laughs> there was also rumors, and I think you told me. That And I didn't catch this when I watched it, but people are claiming that it looked at one point like somebody else may have been standing up there. Yeah, because at one point it shows like a far away shot and I think Mando like looks back. Yeah. And Baby Grogu's up there 
with his force, force shield, shield and yeah. everything. And it looks like somebody is standing up there with him on that platform. Hmm. And could be a force projection. Right. Or right. Another crew and who <laughs> could be could pants be guy again. <laughs> Damn you pants guy. <laughs> so who is do we know that can do a force projection like that? Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. That would be really pretty fucking awesome. And since there's all this talk about your guy, Sebastian Stan mm-hmm. possibly coming into play Luke Skywalker. Yep. I'm I'm all for it. You're all in? I'm all in. <laughs> But, you know, if that happens, then that means if Luke does come and, and get Grogu, then, I mean, that's that's going to be that. I mean, that will probably be the last we're going to see of, Grogu. of the child, you know. And we'll never know mm-hmm. what happens to him then, right? Well, we know mm-hmm. that eventually the Knights of Ren probably slaughter his ass, you know, because isn't that supposed to be the thing, is they slaughtered all of Luke's um, students? Again, unless somehow... He was saved again. He was saved again, and Grogu got away, and maybe he's over on Dagobah or something like that. I just have this gut feeling, and maybe it's just wishful thinking. I just have this gut feeling that Dagobah is coming back into this somehow. Either he's going to visit there for some training thing, or he's going to be hidden there. I just have this gut feeling. It's my force sensitivity. (laughs) It's the midi-chlorians in me that's telling me... We're going to Dagobah. Yadel's waiting for him there. Yeah, Yadel. Yeah, exactly. Yaddle, Yadel, whatever that silly thing was called. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, man. It left more questions than answers, really, other than Boba Fett and Fennec coming back. You know, great. But everything else was just like, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) And you did not like seeing Baby Yoda getting taken away. No, that was very bad. (laughs) <laughs> I was not happy. I was not happy about the Razor Crest. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I like the Razor Crest. When he like took off running for it, like, oh my gosh, he's so sad. <laughs> yeah. It was sweet. He found the ball. He yeah. found the ball, which was nice, but also of importance His is spear. he found the spear that he got from the chick in the last episode and everything. So... Again, that's going to factor into it somehow. Yep. That Those spears, are two very important things. That spear is going to go right through Moff Gideon. Gideon. Yeah. Yep. His eye, because <laughs> oh. that's what um, it was kind of foreshadowing. Because like, you're going to poke your eye out, kid. Or you're not ready for this or something, <laughs> yeah. for this toy or whatever. Yeah. And then you'd poke an eye out or whatever. And he's like, oh, hmm? he's totally fucking losing an eye. <laughs> At some point, he's losing an eye. I think he's going to spear Moff Gideon right up through his rectum. That's what I think. It's going to be like Vlad the Impaler Vlad Tepes style, exactly. Like Bram Stoker's fucking Dracula. What did you think about seeing the Darksaber again? Oh, yeah. I guess we yeah, should bring even that talk up. talk about that. Uh, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, the Darksaber, it, it's, it, there's so much history about that. Again, watch Rebels if you want to know more about the Darksaber and everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I just, I'm anxious to see him use it. Use it the for more action. than just yeah, rather than just cutting himself out of a destroyed Tie Fighter. I mean that was that was exciting, but it's like I want to see. But you know that's what we might have. We might have uh, Mando facing off, dueling him. Maybe this time it's gonna be Mando with that Beskar spear going up against Moff Gideon with the dark saber. Mm-hmm. I could see it happening, and I think it'll be badass. <laughs> 
Oh, I do want to also say something about the Indiana Jones reference. Oh, oh okay. I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty excited. <laughs> seeing that big-ass boulder coming down the hill and taking out that big-ass gun. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> stormtroopers go flying everywhere. It was amazing. I loved it. Bowling for stormtroopers. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah, that's what I said. That, that whole scene, that whole battle, it was very exciting. Brief, but exciting. Mm-hmm. We will be back to talk about Chapter 15. Very, very soon. Very, very soon, as always. Thank you for joining us. We want to hear more from you. Like, let us know about your thoughts and theories, especially your theories. Really, really want to hear if you guys have heard any rumors or theories going around about what some of these things mean and everything. We obviously gathered some, but we want to hear from you. Leave comments. Like, subscribe. Yeah, join us in the Geeking Squad group on Facebook. It's free to join, and it's politics-free. It's a lot of fun in there. Hope to see you there. Yep. All right, everybody. Peace out. We'll be back soon. Yeah. See ya.